I think this time, the reason why it's worked is I think I'm just a bit more aware and I just want to be healthy. And I think having a child has made me realise I want to be there around for her and watch her grow. And I don't want to be the unhealthy mum that, you know, can't join in on sports days or doesn't want to run around the garden with her because it gets me out of breath. And, and I just want to be healthy for her and for me. Or I think all the other times I've kind of done it for an occasion or, or for someone else because someone else has said, oh, you should lose a bit of weight. And I think this time it's worked because I'm, it's for me and for her, not anyone else. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Slimming Stories. I'm your host, Claire Oldham West. Happy Easter Sunday. Happy Easter. Does that sound... Does that sound happy enough? Oh dear, it's uh, it's a different day, isn't it? It's definitely a different day that we'd normally spend on an Easter Sunday. Most certainly is, and we, you know, we can't get away from that fact. But today's episode is a great way to be inspired. Jessica Faulkner has lost a large amount of weight with Slimming World, and I think she's just a naturally happy, buzzy person. I think she'll lift and inspire anyone, even if you're not slimming. I think she's just got such a lovely way about her. I think she's a fantastic guest to have on on Easter Sunday. So I know it's all it's all crazy. We know, we know that. I don't know about you, but I've stopped listening to the news, which is probably terrible. I'm sure people will have an opinion about that. But the way that I see it is that at the moment, I can't control what's happening with the virus. The only thing that I can control at the moment is to keep safe, keep my family safe and take precautions not to you know, mix with anyone. I'm following all the rules that we need to be following, but I do feel that the news is, it's hard, isn't it? It's a hard listen. And I do want to give support to the NHS and to to all the people that are still going out and having to do their jobs. That's what I want to do. But what I'm finding on the news is, I don't know, it just feels like lots of information that I can't really control. And I find that can lead to a bit of underlying anxiety not saying that I get like over anxious or stressed about it, but it's just something that I just feel, especially when I've got kids around the house, it's just something that I feel that it's probably best not to have on during the day. So happy Easter. We're going to have a good one today. We are. I'm positive that we're going to have a good Easter. I've got my positive pants on. I started off this morning actually feeling quite upbeat and um, I've not been eating chocolate. For those that follow me will know that I gave up chocolate for Lent and Lent finished, I think it was 9th of April. However, I'm still without chocolate at the moment and added sugar. So I decided that it'd be a great idea just to make some banana muffins. So put all the mixture in the blender, weighed it all out. I was really like revved up to have these banana muffins that I've, I've started to make and I really, really enjoy. And then the bottom... And the blender just I think the seal came away or something so as I'm blending it it just the whole thing just went the whole thing just went and I went to lift it up and it just separated so it just went all over my worktops running down the cupboards you name it went everywhere <laughs> so that, that was the start I then thought right I'm going to get this podcast episode out early for Sunday and I couldn't get the volume to work on my Mac so I hope you're having a better Sunday than me but I'm determined that once I've published this, that all will be well, because I know that you've got something else just to focus your mind on in this really, really difficult time. 
and I know one of my friends posted that her brother had passed away with the virus and it is chillingly real and it's close to home isn't it and I know it's, it's difficult for so so many people out there and I do think that we need to have an ejection of positivity just to get us through I really really do believe that so here we are another episode is introducing Jessica Faulkner soon to be Jess Abrahams to Slimming Stories I think the weight just went on slowly over the years I left school and I was really slim when I was younger and then yeah I don't know I moved out of home at 17 and I guess you just you get the freedom don't you mm. and the bad habits started and it just went from there I've kind of yo-yoed which is why I like listening to your when you talk about yo-yo dieting because <laughs> I've gone up and down up and down yeah. since probably 17 to now and then I had my baby and it just the weight just rocketed on after having her and wow. yeah so then I got to a size 22 and my mum said last summer do you fancy joining Slimming World with me and I was like yeah <laughs> I do I it wasn't my idea to start with I was just I think I just got used to being big and just mm. was like oh oh I'm just the big funny one amongst my friends and yeah I kind of laughed about my weight and now I just yeah I can't believe I ever got that big just can't believe it so yeah it got moved out and started going out drinking and eating and all those calories. I, <laughs> I didn't know anything about that then because I'd never ever struggled with my weight because I was always really small. And then, yeah, I'm, when I say I put on weight, I think I remember 18, when I was 18, I went on holiday and I remember going on a diet and it was because I wanted to get it back into my size 8, 10 jeans, which is so small. And I look back now and think, oh, <laughs> I wish I could tell my 18 year old self, enjoy that size, you're perfect. Yeah. Uh, but then it crept on then. So from there, I went up and up and up. And I've probably been around between a size 16 and 18, most of my 20s. And then, yeah, after my daughter, it just I just piled the weight on. I think you get comfortable, don't you? <laughs> mm, you do. And, and often when you've got a little one, it's, uh, it's a case of you need to be near all, all of your creature comforts. And then if you do venture out, it's kind of, it's really planned, isn't it? And like a shopping yeah. trip usually ends up at a nice cafe and then you get the coffee and the cake yeah. and yeah. and then everybody there is just shedding you with compliments because you're there with baby, it's all very fussy and then you get yeah, home so you and you can get into your dramas, can't you? So it's like win-win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? The coffee shops, that is a habit I've really noticed since doing Slimming World. I would go out for coffee with my friends, so I'd have a caramel latte and then I'd probably have a cake or something. Then I'd feed my daughter. So then I'd be like, oh, it's my lunchtime now. So I'd have another coffee and, and lunch, probably like a sandwich and crisps. So when I look now at how much food that was mm. and calories, like, oh, caramel lattes. <laughs> I just, yeah, I can't believe. But it was a habit because I was out and that was meeting friends. And yeah, I just got into that really nice habit. Mm. But it's nice to have it as a treat, but not every single day, but it was every day. When you meet up with friends as well, and you've got little ones and maybe you want them to find, you know, somewhere to meet that boredom of the day. It's yeah. great, isn't it? Near where I live, there was a place called Django's and 
I was pregnant at the same time as my cousin. So it was fantastic. So basically we'd meet up this place and then the kids would go play and then we'd have like cream scones and tea and then sandwiches. And it's like, it's a social thing, isn't it? As well as, and, and you kind of think, well, actually I'm, I'm, I'm doing myself proud because child's playing I'm eating all the boxes are getting ticked and it you just you get into that circle but as well I think when you've got little ones the lack of sleep um can yeah. lead to the need for sugar can't it just to perk you up yeah. and keep you awake yeah definitely you just go for quick easy sugary foods and drinks just to keep you going but actually it kind of it gives you a spike of energy and then mm. you slump down so then I'd get home in the afternoons and feel exhausted and I hadn't really done much but I just I was so tired and I think it's probably I'd had that sugar rush and then yeah it was all worn off and I was just absolutely exhausted which then would mean I'd eat my dinner and then I'd just eat sweets and chocolate all evening to get that kind of energy back again which is nice but (laughs) it's not it's something I rarely do now it's a treat now if I do that but I would do it every day have sweets and chocolate every night so how have you found your cravings around those types of foods because I believe that we all know how to eat well we all understand nutrition and having gone from having lots of sugar on a daily basis how have you found your cravings around that food are you able to keep it in your home or is it a case of if I fancy it I'll go out and buy it yeah I try not to have too much of it at home so I'll go out and buy I'll go out and buy one small chocolate bar um if I was to buy a big a big dairy milk bar uh, that would all go I couldn't I'm not one of those people that can go oh I'm gonna have a little square tonight I just can't do I just don't yeah it is a bit like an addiction isn't it yeah, I just can't I I don't have that willpower to like yeah have a cube a night mm. if there's a big bar it'll all go so we try and just get bits yeah as and when we want it instead of mm. having it in and there's no treat draw really anymore well we have a sin basket but it's all kind of um high fives and skinny whips and all of that <laughs> so it's, it's a sin basket but it's not really that high in sin um, and I, when I hear people in group talking about they get like a sin box or something and it's just theirs I'm thinking <laughs> that I'd be gone in an hour because I, yeah. I cannot keep it in the house any any treat food I can't keep in the house and the children know as well so I've got two stepdaughters and a son they know my habits and my husband, they have to hide it so yeah at the moment I've given up sugar for Lent but before that time it was all right okay here's your chocolate so for example I might get a pack of four and it'll be mm-hmm. here's your chocolate you need to hide it and it will, I will say that to the children and my husband and I am that yeah bad. but the moment because I've, <laughs> I've I've come off all sugar and I'm not even craving it this is crazy absolutely crazy mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll just explain what happened this weekend it's my daughter's 16th and I got a really nice chocolate cake, put chocolate brownies on the chocolate cake, serve that up. I didn't have one, one ounce of chocolate. Um, I put icing oh. sugar on there, no icing sugar. And I also, just listen to this, and I'm just going to, anybody that listens to me on a regular basis will probably be thinking, this isn't, this isn't Claire, where's she gone? I also went to Frankie and Benny's and I did not have a dessert. I, I didn't wow. Have a dessert. No, that, I didn't even go there. 
So I am oh. very proud of myself. That I is really good. <laughs> the state of shock, and I don't know what's happened, but um, <laughs> I, I do believe that when you are in that frame of mind where you, you're struggling a little bit, I think keeping chocolate in the house is it's hard. It's isn't too it? tempting. Yeah, it's too tempting. We um eating out. So you saying about that? So we now, if I really fancy something on a dessert menu, we'll um we'll share it. So we'll order one and we'll share it between like the two of us or the three of us. So I still have a little bit, but not a whole meal out and a dessert out. Because I think you can't cut everything out because you'll just be miserable. Like, exactly. you know, you don't want to be upset and thinking, oh, so yeah, but I just share now. And even if I go for a coffee, I'll split a, I'll split a muffin in half now, which... A year ago, I'd have gone, no way, <laughs> that's mine. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> is re- like... that is really good. So how yeah, do you I find your, your savoury food? So we've talked about sugar and things. How do you find your savoury food? How has your weekly shop changed from going to Slimming World and understanding what you can have? Because it's quite shocking, isn't it, what you can actually have and still lose weight. Oh, so, yeah. so you just want to talk to me a little bit about your food shop and love yeah, a nosy so... into that. <laughs> so weekly shop we um we just buy loads of fresh stuff now so I don't buy any ready-made sauces I don't buy any ready meals I know there are the slimming ready meals but I just cook everything from fresh so yeah or we buy so much passata and chopped tomatoes (laughs) because pretty much that's the base of every tomato sauce and curry and yeah just so much fruit and veg like now I'd say my shopping is very colourful now where before it's probably quite beige (laughs) and now like it's all the fruit and veg are going on the conveyor belt and you think oh that looks really colourful and nice um and healthy (laughs) and before I just think oh healthy stuff's boring but just got to use your imagination a bit haven't you really definitely Um, and I think when you go from eating packaged meals to eating fresh there's, there's such a change and probably similar to when I had my son in that in my 20s I used to eat what I considered quite healthy food um it might mm. be like a low-fat um, pasta or something a, a pre-packed meal but when you start eating from fresh it kind of like awakens your taste buds doesn't it and you don't want to go oh, back yeah yeah so tasty some weeks my other half works away so when that happens if I've batch cooked a lot of stuff, there's always something in the freezer, which is nice when I am busy. I work a lot of evenings as well. So I try and eat earlier with my daughter and then he'll eat when he gets in from work, which isn't always the best, but I'm quite lucky I'm home in the daytime. So I can cook and prepare stuff, which I would say is an advantage on Slim World because you do need to be prepared and, and plan ahead. Where if I'm in all day I can cook that and do it all where if I'm out and I'm really busy it is a bit like oh I've got an hour to do squeeze this Mm. in so if I eventually do go back to work in days I'll probably just try and spend half a day of a weekend batch cooking because I think that's the key everyone I know that's successful plans ahead meal plans batch cooks it definitely isn't the key of preparation if you haven't planned something it's so easy to just go oh, I'll quickly grab that. But if it's already made up, mm. you've got it to go. Especially with things like curries, 
that if you used to go to your local Asda or Morrison's or whatever your local supermarket is, not promoting those in any way, shape or form, <laughs> but if you used to go to your local supermarket, a curry be quite probably quite high because of the oil in, in there, where it's so yeah. easy to do in a, in a slow cooker or yeah. to basin some, some yogurt and do like um, a chicken tikka in the oven. Yeah, the slow cooker, I think anyone that joins Slimmer World, if they don't have a slow cooker, they need to go out and buy one. Because <laughs> <laughs> that slow cooker of ours is used most weeks. Mm. We have the slow cooker on and it just, oh, it's so handy. Like yesterday we went out for the day and my other half did a um, roast beef and he put it in the slow cooker before we went out. So then when we got in, we had half an hour before our little girl was going to be hungry. But all he had to do was the veg because the, the meat was all done. So it's things like that. So you can still go out and spend the day out and you can come home and have a healthy on-plan meal. It's just got to be planned in. And slow cooker helps. <laughs> Definitely. I think when you think, oh, you're going on Slimming World, oh, all that food's so unhealthy. But there's so many recipes out there and so many people on Instagram and blogs and books, like recipe books. And it's just really tasty food because everyone likes naughty food. So if you search for it, if there's something naughty you like, there will be a healthy recipe out there. Exactly. And it's just finding the right one. Um, we do a lot of fakeaways. That's my guilty thing. I do. I love takeaways. So, yeah, we do like the Diet Coke chicken. Lovely. you just got to find the right recipe. Exactly. And the, there's lots out there. Like, like you say, it's just, I believe that, being successful on Slimming World or any any diet such as Weight Watchers or Keto, it's all about thinking about what you love to eat, sitting down with a pen and paper, writing down your favourite meals and then saying, right, okay, let's see what I can find. If you go on to Pinterest, there's loads of things on Pinterest. I love Pinterest. Then you've got Instagram, haven't you? And also with the Pinch and On cookbooks. And yeah, the, the that's my cooks. go-to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pinch of Nom is my go-to yeah we um yeah i just love their recipes <laughs> so there's no yeah. there's no real excuse is there at all <laughs> no no it's all out there and you don't have to buy the books you know they're all the recipes are all online you can find Definitely. them so then jess from one yo-yo dieter to another <laughs> there we go yeah <laughs> why do we do it why do we go up and down why do we do it why do we do it it's crazy i know i think i think all the other times i've been I've never ever got to this point or anywhere. I'm four and a half pounds from Target now. Wow. Um, and I've never ever got this close. And it's very hard now. I think this time, the reason why it's worked is I think I'm just a bit more aware and I just want to be healthy. And I think having a child has made me realize I want to be there around for her and watch her grow. And I don't want to be the unhealthy mum that you know, can't join in on sports days or doesn't want to run around the garden with her because it gets me out of breath. And and I just want to be healthy for her and for me. Or I think all the other times I've kind of done it for an occasion or or for someone else because someone else has said, oh, you should lose a bit of weight. And mm. I think this time it's worked because I'm, it's for me and for her, not anyone else. So that's, yeah, that's I think great. that's why that's that's a great mindset when I was looking at your post this morning he was dressed in this beautiful bridal gown I'm thinking what's she doing she's in a, in a bridal gown and she's not not married yet but, but he was explaining that that wasn't your dress 
not the yeah. dress anyway. And uh, you'd had a lot of comments of from people saying that, oh, you, you're dieting because you're due to get married. On my birthday. Oh, yeah, amazing. <laughs> I think people do think that, you know, with, with brides that, as soon as they get the date, that that will be it. They'll be on plan. Yeah. And I, I can definitely vouch for the fact that when that happened with me, it wasn't right. I'm going to get to my target because it did. I did lose weight, but there's a lot of pressure, yeah. isn't there? And the fact that you're doing it for yourself, and yeah. As you explained, you're doing it for your, your, your daughter it, it is is fantastic because to me, that signifies that you've got a solid commitment to this. It's not yeah. just about an occasion. Yeah, I just thought when I joined last summer, I didn't even think about the wedding, which surprises me because in the past, I have I've joined Slimmer Mold before, probably about four or five years ago. I've done Weight Watchers, I've done <laughs> Cambridge Diet, I've done I've done them all, and um, it's always been oh I've got my friend's wedding, I've got this coming up, it's my birthday, it's that. When I joined this time, I just thought oh it would just be really good to get healthier, and then when I set my target. I picked the number because it was a round number, but I said, I would just be happy if I lost half a stone. And that was honestly how I felt. I just thought, I'll be happy if I lose half a stone, I'll be half a stone healthier. And then obviously this year I went wedding dress shopping and it was an added bonus that I was like, (laughs) oh, this is really nice. (laughs) And like, I can choose any dress I want, not this is the small section because this is the plus size and this is what we've got to fit you. It's, you can try on anything you want. And that was a bonus. Like It was huge. But yeah, it's the health thing more than anything. Because I just think, if you're healthy, I'm so much happier now. And like people say, oh, like you're always really smiley and happy. But I think in photos, you can really see my confidence has just grown huge. And I didn't realise I was that unhappy before. But I think I was just really uncomfortable in my own skin. Mm. and now I don't feel that way at all now oh what an amazing amazing (laughs) I'm nowhere near (laughs) I'm nowhere near where I want to be really but I'm I'm definitely a lot happier right why do you say that where where do Um, you want to be do you want to be a number is that what you've got in your head because if you're like you just said you're you're happy yeah confident you're a a lot smaller size you're healthy BMI aren't you from what you've told me wow I'm no so I'm still in the overweight range right um, to get into health BMI I need to lose another stone so I'd be, if I got so my target's 12 stone but healthy BMI would be 11 stone BMI is a bit of a funny one because a lot of people are like oh but you can be healthy I want to lose the extra stone because I'd like to have a healthy BMI because I know I want another baby in the future and when I was pregnant because of my BMI, I was consultant-led. And it just made me feel really... I just worried, constantly worried, because they tell you all the complications that can happen. And, yeah, they look at you as a number, not as a person. Mm. And it was just very scary, and it put a lot of pressure. I just con- I was so panicky. It, was, it wasn't very nice. I didn't enjoy my pregnancy mm. as much as I probably should have. Um, but actually... It made no difference because my birth was really straightforward and simple and I had no complications. So I was lucky. And I know I'm a statistic. I was very lucky um, with a high BMI. But yeah, I don't want to be in that situation again. No. So the plan is to get to a healthy BMI for baby number two. 
yeah <laughs> one day <laughs> <laughs> one day <laughs> one day not not before the wedding definitely <laughs> I, think, I think when you when you have the first child it's like gosh I'll never do that again and then <laughs> you kind of forget don't you, you kind of just hazes over slightly yeah they get a little bit older and you think oh that wasn't too bad and you miss the baby phase <laughs> yeah. so the big day's coming up and you've mentioned that it was so lovely just for you to try the clothes on and not be restricted to sizes so when you're stood in the wedding boutique and you're looking through that mirror in your dress or dresses if you've not decided yet how does it feel compared to how you were at size 22 what what goes through your mind when you look at yourself looking stunning in, in that dress? I um, I just can't believe it, really. I think I still, I think we're always so critical of ourselves, aren't we? And we're not, we're not nice to ourselves. We're nice to our friends at slimming groups and our other friends that are on diets. And when it comes to us, we look in the mirror and we think, oh, that's not right. That's not right. And when I found my actual dress, <laughs> not the one on Instagram, my first words that came out of my mouth were, oh my gosh, this makes me look so skinny. (laughs) Um, I'm not skinny, I'm curvy still, but it was just, it felt so nice. And Mm. it was a day I was dreading. I was absolutely, when I was at my biggest, I was dreading going wedding dress shopping. I looked online and I kept thinking, oh, I'll just buy a few dresses online and I'll try them on at home. And my mum said that made her feel really sad. And, um... (laughs) And it, does, it makes me feel sad now that I felt that I couldn't go into a normal shop mm. and look at wedding dresses because I was scared that I'd go in and I'd go, oh, I like that. And they go, um, well, it's a sample size and all sample sizes are small. And so you can't try it on. And that was my big, I was so scared. And when I tried my actual dress on, it was very tight to get up, <laughs> the one in the shop, but she got me in it and I went back four weeks later no I didn't I went back two weeks later with my sister to so she could see it and um it went up looser already like the zip went straight up and I was like wow like (laughs) gosh that's what two weeks of slimming world can do so yeah that's been a huge motivation definitely that that must have felt that must have felt amazing for just two weeks yeah for it she literally she said to me the first time I can't believe you're still stood in that because it's quite tight are you okay are you okay breathing (laughs) and I was like oh yeah I love this dress I'm not taking it off (laughs) and then yeah two weeks later with my sister and they were like wow um and I went back in in February to have my measurements taken and I tried it on again and it was loose the top of it was loose so yeah from December to Feb yeah I think it's probably about a dress size difference and I haven't lost that much weight since Christmas but it's like I think the exercise the inches have come off right Um, brilliant so what exercise are you doing to to get those inches (laughs) I go to the gym um I do circuits body attack and hip um, okay. And I'm starting with a PT in April. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I'm really putting myself through it. <laughs> Definitely on it. So what's, what's body attack? That sounds quite vicious. <laughs> it is, actually. It's a lot of running around and jumping on the floor, doing burpees. And, yeah, it's very intense. It really gets your heart rate up. I only do that once a week. <laughs> right. <laughs> I prefer the circuit classes. <laughs> Do you really enjoy going to the gym? Do you find that you feel energised? Do you, 
do you feel like you need to get go with somebody or do you feel like really driven just to go and get it done <laughs> yeah I do sometimes I don't want to go and I think oh but then once I've been I just feel amazing and I think mm. it's the only time in my life I do something and I don't think about anything else I just think about what I'm doing right there and then my wrist <laughs> jumping on the floor doing a burpee and not falling on my face um <laughs> or you know breathing because your heart rate's really that's important high. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's all I'm thinking about where normally life's so chaotic and I'm thinking of a million things and everyone else um so when I'm at the gym it's, I'm just thinking about that task mm. and it's for me and when I leave I just feel so happy and yeah it's, it's so nice and I if you'd asked me a year ago I would have laughed just yeah <laughs> I would have laughed. I'd have gone, no way. I don't like exercise. Um, but I go anywhere between three and five times a week now. Gosh. If I can get it in, if I get it in and I can go to all the classes I like, it'll, it's five times a week. Wow. And um, I love it. I, I get upset when I can't go now. And I'll, I'll arrange my plans around so I can go to the gym still. Brilliant. <laughs> and it just shows you how it's kind of like one addiction can go to another because the high yeah. that you get, the rush after the exercise and I think it's same with running as well that when I run even though I don't want to run I can run in the rain and I'm like oh goodness I don't want to go I don't want to go but when you've done the the deed and you've 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 done the workout that that glow that afterglow is 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 amazing isn't it yeah nothing beats that feeling and it's like you said it's it's a habit I think the eating in the evenings and the bad food was a, a habit that I just couldn't stop and now I've stopped it and I've replaced it with healthier habits like instead of sitting on the sofa eating a big bar of chocolate and a big bag of crisps I'll go to the gym for an hour and I get just as much enjoyment if not more it's just replacing those habits with like a good one definitely and you get support from your family yes I'm really lucky my um mum goes to the gym with me she's actually going to be doing the personal training sessions with me oh, we're doing them together so I go to the gym with her I've got a friend locally as well who goes to the same gym so I will go on my own happily and I love going on my own but it is nice sometimes when you're not feeling it and you think oh when one of them goes oh I'm going I'm like all right then I'm, I'm there I'm gonna be there too oh um, that's great and yeah, my family's really supportive. Dan has lost weight too. He's lost a, a few stone now. Um, he doesn't go to any slim world meetings or anything like that, but he eats what I do. Um, and yeah, so it's, we've all embraced it. We're all a lot healthier and more active now. Oh, that's fantastic. Nice. And it's, it's just nice, yeah. isn't it, that you, you've got this, this wedding coming up and you've, you're so healthy and you've got your little girl who's looking yeah. up to you, watching you take yeah. these steps in the in the right direction and we'll, we'll be watching and learning as I do when they're very young and you're obviously a great mum great role model for her which is which is so lovely and when I was looking at your Instagram account I saw that you put a picture of your rings on there your engagement ring as uh, yeah. a transformation Tuesday and that's exactly what I need to do because at the moment I can only wear my wedding ring my eternity ring and engagement ring just doesn't go on and ironically Aww. my wedding finger is tiny um oh, really? so i to, i think it's it's like the smallest size ring that you can get or something ridiculous anyway oh, so wow. um 
and I can't wear them, which is gutting, isn't it? So I saw that and I it thought, is. right, okay, Claire, I might even take a picture of these, some of these inspirational things that I see on Instagram just to, to motivate me. And it, it's so lovely that you found a, a new love for your own body and your own body image and that you're, yeah. you're being brave and, you know, you're sharing all this on Instagram. I can't wait to see the dress. And I'd imagine that your, your daughter's going to be a bridesmaid yeah yeah my little flower girl and my sister's my bridesmaid (laughs) oh my goodness can't wait can't wait so thank you for joining me Jess it's been a pleasure and thank you so much (laughs) and I do think that you'll inspire other people listening that just wanting a bit of a bit of a pet me up from all this we'll not mention the name but from the c word and that's not me (laughs) but yes we need we need a bit of an injection of positivity and i think you've been that today jess so so thank you very much it's been a pleasure oh thank you i really do feel for jessica i can remember my wedding and it can be a little bit stressful at times and then you're trying to arrange this around the coronavirus so i think she's doing really well to keep staying positive And if you'd like to follow Jessica on Instagram, you can find her at Jess, spelled J-E-S-S dot Abrahams underscore S-W. I'll also put the handle on my iTunes notes or my show notes that will also be in Podbean and Spotify. If you'd like to follow Jessica, so please go along and say hi. I'm sure she would love the support during this this time that it's all a bit chaotic, isn't it? If you're a a bride-to-be and you're in the same situation, I'm sure she'd love your support. You'll also find Slimming Stories on Instagram at sw underscore slimming stories underscore podcast. If you've enjoyed today's show, just drop me a message and I will mention you on my stories within Instagram. So I think the podcast is just getting me through at the moment because I'm not working because of obviously the situation. And it's just something to do, something to keep me occupied and focused. And I'm so thankful that I've got this. And it really is helping me just to focus on something positive throughout these these days that are quite dark with the news. I just think it's something nice just to focus my mind on. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify or Podbean or wherever you listen. There's that many now. I can't really keep up with all the different ones is it cast box that's another one i think each episode can take anywhere between seven to ten hours to produce from recording to editing adding the music and all the other bits that go with podcasting the bits that you don't see often the show might look like a, a bit like a swan run, running smoothly but i assure you that isn't the case i have had a nightmare couple of weeks just dealing with lots of technical issues because mac has decided to run an update that didn't work with the editing software that I use so that's just been crazy but I managed to sort it all out now so if you have enjoyed the podcast please hit subscribe and this will mean that at the time of publishing you'll receive a new episode into your inbox until next time thanks for listening and take care